Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Oz Network for our continued amazing great coverage here for season 35. I almost forgot what season was for season 35. Is that right? 35? Yep. Okay, 35, episode 3, our first uh, non elimination leg. Uh-oh. And we're excited to talk about it. I know I'm, I'm definitely excited. I'm Rossi, and I'm joined by, um, unfortunately, everyone's favorite podcaster, Kristen, is out this week. But we got our, you know, best replacement for her, and we got Jared for his very first time. Jared, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to, yeah, talk about this season. I know. It's been a whole season since we last heard your thoughts on The Amazing Race. Well, I know. Too long, too long. Yeah. Um, now speaking of, what did you think? How have you been enjoying this season? I think that this season's been great so far. I love the teams. I think um, we've kind of picked up the level in terms of challenges. I will get into it this episode, but um, flights and airport drama, like um, I wouldn't say exactly old school, but definitely like a wink to kind of old school amazing race. So um, I feel like everything's going really well this season so far. Yeah, team, any team standouts for you? Um, Kristen and I did put a little bit of a bet at the end of last episode, so a little spoiler for you to listen, but we did wager, we both put bets on which team would be your favorite. I think she won, but I want to hear it for, from you. Who is your favorite team and, and thoughts on teams in general? Uh, so I have two teams way at the top, but they're definitely favorite, favorite team. Rob and Corey, 100%. Um, oh. Not in doubt. At all, uh, closely followed by um, Andrea and Milena, um, who are amazing and bring me so much joy throughout the episode. Um, but yeah, they're they're kind of the two standouts for me. All right, so Kristen technically won, even though we got your favorite team wrong. Um, she placed bets that it would be Andrea and Milena. And I said similar vibes, but they were more competitive. Uh, Morgan and Lena was what I said. Mm-hmm. Just because I see them as similar vibes to Andrew and Milena, but like yep. more competitive. So I thought that you'd like that. But I was wrong. So Kristen, if you're listening, she's probably, I don't know if she's listening, but you were right. Uh, we'll talk about it when we see her again. Any sort of general team surprises, you know, Surprised you love them as much as you do. Surprised you dislike them as much as you do. You know, wow, they are worse than I thought they would be, better than I thought they'd be. I suppose worse than I thought they would be, which I think is a, was a, would be across the board. Uh, Alexandra and Sheridan was not expecting um, 
such a hard flame out in the, in the first episode, like midway through, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is just new levels of like terrible. Like there was nothing good from them throughout like the entire episode. Um, from them taking like an hour getting directions to then just pretty much being terrible at everything. Um, outside of them, I think. Liam and Yuremi maybe not doing quite as well um, as I thought. Um, again, I don't think they've really shined anything in particular. Um, and they just seem to have no sense of urgency when they're doing everything. I'm like, ah, you guys realize this is a race? Like, you might want to uh, do something quick or have a sense of urgency at some point. But, um, yeah, I'd say they're kind of the two teams who um, definitely a lot lower than expectations um and then I feel like everybody else is fairly like evenly matched across the board so I'm not too kind of shocked on anyone else and and general thoughts on the first two episodes uh anything really stand out to you anything really fun or bad no huge standouts I think just like yeah, like I said before like Rob and Corey are by far my my favorites um and I love that there's so many great moments from Rob when, like, he gives, like, side-eye to the camera and all these great, like, facial expressions in, like, these tense moments I think is is really funny. And just to me, like, they have been the, yeah, the standout team of the season so far. And we lost two teams. Um, I Other than, I think we all did Alexander and Jordan a lot more justice. Um, but the other team, I don't think that there was much to surprise for that. Um, Elizabeth and Ileana. Any parting words on them? No, I think they had the potential to be fun because I think they were a team that we would have seen kind of bicker and squabble a lot. Um, Really, like, the only thing that we're missing on this season so far is, like, the quote-unquote, like, the villain team or, like, the team that fights. I feel like we haven't got a whole heap of that um, so far. And I feel like Elizabeth, um, they, they were, like, the team that, had that potential, um, but I'm hoping kind of moving forward with, you know, a bit more stress, uh, return of the U-turn, that we can get a little bit more drama between the teams and a bit more interaction. I mean, it did take, what was it, Dusty half the season to, like, really, you know, two seasons ago for him to be the the star. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that there is potential, and I think that we're starting to see some of those. I mean, it's hard, 13 teams, so many people can only get so many screen episodes, minutes of screen time, you know? Yes, yeah. And so just general thoughts on the season. What about the the return to flights, the kind of continued non-elimination, and then, like you said, the U-turn, which will be a group vote, um, which we've seen before, but thoughts on those twists? I think the return to flights is refreshing. I'm sure we'll get to it later in the episode, but I get frustrated by the return to flights to then only be, let's bunch everybody back up again. Um, but other than that, I think that will be really good throughout the season. Um, glad that the U-turn is back. I'm fine with kind of the no non-elimination legs. I, again, I don't know if I prefer just a standard non-elimination leg or a continue racing leg. I think the continue racing leg, depending on how they edit it, it, it takes a lot of the suspense out of the episode like this episode i wish that they could kind of 
had done what they do in the past, which is generally you don't see Phil State of the teams continue racing until you get to like the last team and then it's a big reveal that actually like this is a continue racing leg. So I wish that they had done that um, this time around. Um, other than that, I think um, I like having more teams. I like kind of the 13 team. I don't know if I'm sold on the longer episode format, um, but that could just be... Uh, having to catch up episodes makes it a bit more difficult when they're a bit longer, but I should be used to that from like 50 episodes of, of the amazing race Australia. So, um, yeah, I just don't know if the longer episode, we've got anything extra yet. Like it's hard to judge. I think the longer episodes are definitely working for other shows like survivor, but I don't know here with amazing race, whether, uh, there's a big payoff for having kind of, you know, a 90 minute episode rather than an hour, hour episode. Yeah, I believe Kristen and I were very heavily criticizing the episode editing of, like, man, there was, like, filler here, filler there. Like, the shot, the panning shots and the the zoom in, zoom in. Like, it was just unnecessary stuff, especially if you, like, cue in on one thing that they do and you're like, wow, they're really, you know, five minutes. Wow, they're spending time here. Like, it's like Kristen says, I don't need five more minutes of the same task. Like, it doesn't change much. No, like, it definitely felt like, with the longer episodes, you were going to get to know more about the teams and maybe they've done more backstory than they normally would. Um, but yeah, I thought in kind of these extra minutes, we would get kind of more, yeah, fun character moments and interactions between the team, which I don't think we really got more than, you know, a regular 60 minute episode. I do think this was the best for that. This episode really, I feel like mm-hmm. the 90 minutes worked the best in this episode. Like, I yes. feel like we saw the teams talking at the airport and they were like out the like board with the, the docks and they were at the boats and they were talking. Like, I feel like everything like it worked in that level. So I think this yeah. is the best episode. And I, I, if this was 60, I felt like we would have missed something. So yeah, I would agree. I think, um, particularly like there was like a lot of time spent on like the booking flights at like the travel agent. And I agree with you. If this was the 60 minute episode, we probably would have lost a lot of that. And that to me was kind of one of the real um, highlights of the episode. Uh, so speaking of the episode, general thoughts on episode three, um, I'm sorry we had to get you for the non-elimination episode, but um, general thoughts, I think the probably this. <laughs> Bar the ending, the strongest episode of the season, I would say, hands down. Yeah, no, it was great. And I think um, the ending, as anticlimactic as it was, um, I think that they had to edit the ending the way that they did with showing like, oh, team number two, here's the clue for continue racing. The la- uh, Jeremy, uh, not Jeremy, Jeremy and Liam gave us literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> what place do you think you're in? Oh, I don't know, somewhere. And then it's like, you're still racing. You can, it's like, oh, okay, I guess we gotta run faster now. Like, it was, they give us nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, we got more from Morgan and Lena checking in sixth than we got from, like, them checking in last. So, no, I, think, I would agree, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, an, an anticlimactic end. But in some ways, I'm glad it was a non elimination because their story was so, like, they would have, it was, would have been so boring if they left. Like, I feel like, if, we want it like a sad, like you want the team, you know, to go in, in some way, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think this felt, um, it felt predictable too. Um, so I think, yeah, if, even if it was elimination, it would have been like, okay, like it's not like they would have tried to sell that it could be either of the pair, but like you would have like, 
it was very much the feeling that like, yeah, there's this Liam and like Yeremi, there's no way around it. Yeah. But I thought I saw, yeah, I agree. Best episode of the season. I've been, I enjoyed it so much. Like I was like, Oh, so invested. It, like the time flew by. Um, so much more about the teams. I've finally cemented my favorite team of the season. I was, I was warming up a little bit. We'll, and we'll get to them, but yeah, great episode. I really enjoyed it. So we were in Thailand. Now we're headed to Vietnam and travel agencies, which I was like surprised because in the first two, or I'm not sure how they got episode two, but in episode one, there was like only two flights, which is like kind of new school, amazing race or like two flights, get on the first one or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, oh, I guess that's what they mean by flights. But this felt like old school. Like you're at the agency. You've got to like whisper to the person like hey what flight are we getting on are we getting on the 202 like you're whispering and mm-hmm. trying to figure it all out um like it felt so dramatic you know um some of the first teams get on a flight and then there's like one five minutes later that somehow got ignored or something or there was like little room but then you know uh joe and ian and uh joel and garrett somehow get on it like with other teams like in the it was just so tense i loved all about it. And then like the flight delay for the first team, like the first flight leaving, like mm-hmm. all of this drama was just so exciting. Yes, it does culminate in a wait till the shop opens up at 8 a.m. Um, but it was like the high of this did not take away, like the low did not take away from the high of this for me. I like, I loved, I cannot praise. It was so good. Yeah, this was amazing. And I hope that, um, enough people are talking about it so that they like take note that this is what we want uh from an episode there was so much going on um like you said like the fact that like everyone's on like this flight and then one pops up like uh like 10 5 10 minutes later and then the fact that two like other people were in the travel agent while this earlier flight was being booked and like they were missing out on it um, it wasn't a situation where like everyone was going to the same person and like I will just have the same that they have. Like this really felt old school. Like yeah, let's try and find the best possible flight, keep it secret. Um, I think I mean I don't know the rules, but it feels like now kind of like once you're booked on a flight, you can't really change, um, which I think I feel okay about. It would be great to see people scrambling at the airport as well to try and get onto like an earlier flight, but I think it worked really well here that I was like no like. You, you're locked into this flight that you picked. Like, it was good, I suppose, that teams were kind of spread out and you had people on each of the options. But like you say, like, the delay, people in the airport being like, how is this possible? Like, we were there before them. How did they get an earlier flight? Um, so good. My favourite, Melena. I think the bit that I love about her um, is every time that she runs across the road and just runs out in front of traffic and is like, out of town is, is one of my favorite just like small funny moments from this season and I'm definitely going to be uh taking that on board and using that anytime I travel now to just be like yeah I've like I've got right away I'm out of town uh, that's how I'm going to justify uh running out in front of traffic I think it's so funny that she says it all the time when she's crossing the road um yeah this whole segment was just so good um and so amazing yeah like we said the, the delay happened as well so it really just like you said, it felt so old school. We had these teams bunched apart um, in a fun, exciting way. It's not like one team was a mile behind. It was like a nice, even kind of split, like, across the teams. And I think it really kind of paid off teams who, like, took effort looking for the, the quickest flight. Um, yeah, 
everything about this was great. And like I say, I hope that they are taking it on board and we'll see kind of more of this throughout the season and on future seasons as well. Yeah, no, the Melina bit is so funny. Adam, I thought it was so funny. And they came out, it was the first time she'd done that, but it was still very funny. Uh, it didn't last very long. It didn't really add much to the episode, but it was still very funny. And then with the flights, you know, like you said, some teams always just say, oh, what they got, what they got, like with them. I don't think that, I think that maybe one team said that, but other than mm-hmm. that, everyone's like, can you just tell us what gets there earliest or like yeah. what leaves first or what, whatever. But yeah, it, it was so tense. And like this one guy in the back corner was like, I've got the secret team deals mm-hmm. on all the flights. And he, he was just putting in the work. And I loved when I think it was Joel and Garrett, they get to the airport and like, they're like, what flight are you on? And we're like, Oh, we're on this flight. We're like what? You got it before. Like, how did you do that? Like mm-hmm. it was just the drama of that. And then, like, you see all the teams in their own huddles. Like, it was just great. And, like, the drama of, like, certain teams being, like, uh, like, upset about, like, the delay and upset about... It was just so great. And, like, with the delay, I'm glad that it was... It was, like, only an hour and a half or, like, two hours max or something like that. Yeah. So it didn't take them out of it. Like, it could have been, like, an eight-hour delay and we'll never see them for the rest of the episode kind of deal. Mm -hmm. But it was enough that it upset the order, like... One of our complaints from the first two episodes that Chris and I had is that the order literally didn't change from episode one to episode two. Mm-hmm. Like, and this one, it, like, the insanity of, like, it changed so much this episode. Like, teams that were, like, our first place team is in 10th right now. Yeah. Um, and, like, someone who was 7th is now first or second. Like, it was insane. I just, and and I think it was all down to this. This is what really divided the teams up. And then, like, later, even though it is a catch-back-up moment, I think it was nice that it was timed, even though, like, it's, what, five minutes apart or something like that. Mm. Um, but it's better than just, like, oh, you have to wait outside the flower shop for the shopkeeper to give you a clue. You know, like, they do that a yeah. lot. This felt different. So the flower shop. <laughs> Whatever. But it's, like, some shop, and the shopkeeper's going to give you a clue. Yeah. you got to go to the pits or go to the next place. Uh, this was like, you got to go here. You got to do the challenge. I think that it, it worked. It wasn't great, but it worked. Yeah, I think what was amazing about this was the fact that I don't know, and I don't know if I'll ever know exactly what happened, but I don't know if uh, production made a mistake, the person putting the these ticket times into the containers made a mistake, but the fact that you know, they were like, look, judging by it, they were in order, like, yeah, 5.45, 6 o'clock, quarter past 6. And then Stephen and Lee, um, like, I don't know, middle-ish towards the back of the pack. And somehow they pull like a 5.45 from like this board when other teams have like already picked up like the 6 o'clock. I, like, I don't know how this happened, um, whether it was intentional or just like an honest mistake. Um, but that moment too, I thought was, was so good. I love when, um, like in past seasons where they have to search around for a starting time and they don't know, so they have to like look through, but here it was just like the three times and it looked like they were meant to be in the three different slots. And then somehow like this, uh, mistake happens and it like, it worked out so well for like, for the episode. One thing that confused me about that though, like I think that Annalie, was like giving herself a little bit too much credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of like she's like, you know, I catch the things people don't see. Like she was like so full of herself that she like not that it, she didn't do great like finding this thing like but 
it, it seemed more like a design error than like a yeah like hundred <laughs> percent like she oh she is like so ahead of it like she is the mm-hmm. master strategist figuring out the game like yeah I was like you can relax a little bit yeah. with that. Um, stupid front runner teams not looking through every possible option when they looked like they were ordered into three separate containers. <laughs> Who would have thought? I mean, I will give her credit, like being thorough and attention to detail, which is like amazing race, like one hundred and one. So, like, credit for that. But it's not like she, like, but like, was it even though? Like, it was hard to tell. I'm like, I swear she just like got lucky that amongst the like six fifteens, there was a five forty five. It was confusing because, I mean, some of the early teams looked at all of the bins. So I was like, maybe they dropped one in there by mistake. Like, there's, It's very yeah. unclear. And we didn't see her pick it up. So we don't know where she got it from. Like, maybe it was still in the 545 or whatever, whatever the time was. Like, and no one just saw it or something. Like, or it was flipped backwards or something. I don't know. But, yeah, she sold, oversold it a little bit. <laughs> On the <provide>. floor. Yeah. <laughs> But then, then we also got the drama of she was talking to their teams like, "What time did you get? Oh, how'd you, did you get that time? What time did you get?" Like, and people were upset that like teams before them got the earlier or teams after them got earlier time. Like, it was just mm. really like dramatic. And then, like another reason I was okay with the like stopping moment was because the challenge that came after it was so much like based on like kind of luck, but like. When teams, you can only have two teams at the boat, like at the same time. Like there was like a strategy in that of like, what do you do? Do you do wait? Do you go ahead? Like I think that there was enough like chance for overtake in the challenge that came after this that that the stopping kind of kind of worked. Yeah, I agree. This was very much um, all over the place. I think like it was very, which was good. Like it was very confusing to know like who was ahead and and what you know what fruit was uh like the best to do first like which one was the furthest away how many baskets of each thing they had like there were lots of like little elements in in this that i think added to how great it turned out the fact that we got here like joe and ian like dropping off their fruit but then not getting their bit of the postcard and the fact that the only way they were like either allowed or the other teams were blocking them to like get it was to actually like pull up to the boat again um, the fact too that we get like Morgan and Lena here wasting, like pretty much wasting their express pass because they just cannot get to like any of these boats. Um, I think was like, was really good as well as like how fast like the drivers are going. There were just so many different elements that like made this challenge what could have been really boring and like straightforward, just really, um, great to watch and like a good TV, um, and plenty of like changes up in the order again, which was kind of, um, the real strength of this episode. Yeah, this was like the challenge that like really made the episode so exciting as like a challenge perspective. Like if we're looking at challenges, but like yeah, the team, like if for those who didn't see it, I guess I don't know. Do you, do you listen to podcasts without having watched the episode or something? No. <laughs> okay. Well, for the people who didn't um, watch the episode, teams have to like they're given fruit in the boat and they have to then drop it off at these like other trading boats, I guess. They had three different types, but only two teams could offload at the same time, and there and created all the drama. Um, one thing I was confused about was like, if a team was waiting, couldn't they just get on their like boat and help the team offload? I don't know if it would have helped 
just because of the logistics mm. of it. But like, I was just like, maybe you should just help them. You'll be done faster. I wonder if that's kind of like the whole, you know how they updated the rules on like helping and whatnot. Um, that may have been, yeah, one of the things like you can't, you can't do this. You can't do that. Um, I was just impressed by the court. Like I know that they must do all the time, but the coordination of some of these fruit vendors, like catching two things at once in like two like separate hands and just like all the different like handoff techniques. I thought this was just really like interesting and exciting to watch. Yeah. I was like, sometimes I uh, I get watched a show and I'm like, I sometimes get overwhelmed for the, the like locals of the, the mm-hmm. country. Like they have these just Americans just yelling at them, like not at them in a negative way, but just like, okay, we got to do this. Throw this. Hurry, hurry. Okay. Throw them me. And then you're just, and I was like, they're throwing them at these people. Not that they were aggressive, it just like the intensity of all that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh gosh. But they, they took it on board so well, all of them. I want to stop down here to talk about my favorite team that I, I, I've been each episode more and more obsessed with them. But like, I love them this episode. My favorite team, Joel and Garrett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> like, first, I was like, maybe that's part of the why I love the episode because they did so well. Um, yeah. Like, the thing of getting the early flight and then, like, playing it cool and, like, like because they seem like the type that would help everyone. Like, they're like, oh, let me help you do that. Like, I'll tell you about that. Like, they were so cool. They strategically moved ahead and they were just on top of it early on. And then when they got to the boats, like, just their their comedy, the way they talk, everything was great. Like, they're like the dragon fruits. It looks like an ant. Like, they're mm-hmm. so funny. <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with them. I think they are... They're up there for me as well, and I didn't answer them before, but they are definitely one of the teams that has um, exceeded expectations in terms of, like, their performance, you know, throughout the legs. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, Chris and I talked about this, of, like, they sent, they, like, broke the archetype of the, like, country people. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're just looking, like, the Mark and Bopper archetype yeah. of, like, happy-go-lucky country people. People just trying, like, they broke that. They're not those country people. They're not like, I only, like, went to Alabama and that's it. Like, you know, they're, they're, fr- I just think they're so great. I'm obsessed with them. And they made so many, they were so good in, like, everything. Like, mm-hmm. they navigated the market. They did the, like, the rice paper making, which is not a challenge where you'd see these kinds of, like, more like brutish type guys to do. So I'm, I yes. was just obsessed with them. Um, and I cannot wait. I was a little upset that it was a continue racing because I wanted them to like enjoy a second place mm-hmm. finish, but I'm hoping that they have enough of a lead that they can maintain it. But yeah, obsessed with them. And they were just so funny throughout the whole episode. Like they've been funny, but like this was the time I'm like, oh my God, they're just funny. They're like yeah. talking about the dragon fruit in the boat. I think they called it an egg or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it called dragon fruit? Because it looks like a dragon egg. I'm like, mm, I, d- I don't know, but sure. <laughs> why do that? Why is it called dragon fruit? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what that could you? be the reason, but I just, why? I mean, like, what, like, what does a, what does a stereotypical dragon egg look like? You know? <laughs> okay. I'm, oh my gosh. Why is it called dragon? Uh, dragon fruit is a name given to the fruit. Of the... Oh, it's name is derived from its resemblance to a dragon's body, like with the scales and the spikes. Mm, yep. Okay, I guess it looks like an egg, too, if it dragon's head eggs. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, but yeah, they were great. And um, yeah, Morgan and Lena, I think, done very well. Biggest meltdown of the season mm-hmm. so far, I feel like, here. Like, there is the debate of the strategy. Do you wait? Do you move on? Um, we saw that work well and not well for teams. So, like, but they just melted down. Like, they already went into the episode. Like, we're using the Express Pass. I, I don't know if this was the last leg. I thought mm-hmm. it was the next one that they could next use. Next one, it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but they were like, in this episode, we're going to use it. And I was like, why are they so obsessed? Let the moment you know dictate like i feel like they shouldn't go in saying we're gonna use it like because if they were so easy why would you not you know yeah i feel like they they got caught up in like the stress of everybody you know being bunched up which it really hasn't been it kind of has been that kind of like top half bottom half split um and here is really like the one of the first times that everybody is you know on these boats at the same challenge pretty much at the same time and i think um you know, in hindsight, it was the wrong decision. They sh- definitely should have held on to it um, to at least, like, use, like, at the D tier. I think, like, that would have been the better move if they were going to use it this episode um, or otherwise hold on to it, depending on where they were sitting after, like, the boat challenge. But, um, yeah, definitely an interesting move. But then I think it makes everything more uh, of a level, level playing field moving forward. So um, I'm happy that kind of, you know... It's it's out of the race at this point. Yeah, I feel like we're we're so used to the you've won like three passes, you have to hand out two or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but they only gave the one. What? How did you feel about that? I think I rather would have seen more. Um, I do like the idea of the handout because it does like force the teams to interact. Um, I would have liked to see more teams eat bugs though. You know. I feel like they could have had, yeah, two or three, and it wasn't a handout, but you all have to eat this, like, plate of bugs. Um, so, yeah, I would have liked to see more, but I think it's kind of, it's worked out probably for the best, the fact that, like, it's it's gone so early and it's not looming over kind of the rest of the season. Yeah, and the, I feel like the cap of, like, four legs was fair, too. Like, it mm-hmm. didn't sit, like, you know, like nine, like, you know, you've got this express pass that you can use to get from last to first or something. It felt fair. Um, but yeah, I, in some ways, I'm like, they used it well, because I'm like, they were not going anywhere with the fruit. Um, but at the same time, they wasted it because they were like, oh, we're so in first now. Um, and they were mm-hmm. not. Um, going, I feel like, go- too, they used it so far into this challenge as well. Like, they haven't yeah, dropped they- anything else, anything off, but they had been there for like plenty of time like like you said like there was one where they're like oh should we wait no we'll move on to the next one so they already had a chance to use it kind of earlier in the piece and get a bit of the lead and by the time they used it they weren't even the first team leaving the challenge yeah they, they, they were out of it like when you have the express bus you got to use it right away yep. or the second you meet like a little bit of resistance to a challenge um and, and they, they did they, they just failed they like meltdown a good example of how not to use it yeah, future. Yeah, but at least they use it and didn't go home with it. <laughs> Could be worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought the challenge, yeah, so fun. Like it was chaotic in the best way. I, I like noted. I have no idea who's ahead. Yeah. Until they got to the the next clue, I was like, "Where are our teams?" Like I don't know who's ahead. And like teams were like ahead. Like they did the more fruit, but they had to like circle back. Like Greg and John, they had to circle back, and the guy was not like dropping them off at the dock. It was mm-hmm. just very, like, 
he's like, I think he's playing with us or something. It's just like, it was very interesting to see all the different things happen, especially, yeah, and like you said, Joni and, um, I think Kristen and I declared the biggest letdown of the season so far, um, because they, they've been sucking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, great challenge. I thought it, it was so fun. And then teams move on to the detour, which is paper or plastic, or we could rename it easy or hard. <laughs> which, if you did the paper, you were very easy. If you did the plastic, it was mm-hmm. very hard. Uh, but paper, they have to make 12 rice paper, like, discs. Um, yep. I don't know if that's the word, but, like, pizza-sized uh, rice paper food. Or plastic, and then you have to like melt vinyl on this one piece of like a motorcycle, um, which I felt like makes sense. Like you've got this one delicate task; they get two delicate da- tasks, mm-hmm. uh, but then the the application of the plastic just killed everyone. Like maybe there was a team like get Emily and Molly out there; they could have killed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like yeah, the plastic just killed all those teams' chances of doing well. Yeah, it was not the move. Um, and it didn't help that I, at least from what we saw, it felt like this, like, paper judge was, like, so lenient. Like, yes, he was not passing stuff, but some of the stuff that got through, I'm like, like, what is the consistency here? It's like, there's no way. Um, which actually, looking back, I feel like this season, like, the, the judging, I mean, it always is a bit, but it's been a little bit all over the place. Um, this was better than previous episode, the, the flower judging. I don't know what was going on there. Um, but here again, I feel like he was like fairly lenient in terms of like, you know, that's, that's okay. This is not okay. Um, but like you say, the plastic was just like a whole nother level of like, there was nobody who, by the time teams were done, it looked fine, but like nobody, there was nobody who like got in, got out, aced it, made up ground. They all, I think everybody who chose that, like lost a ground on the rest of the field. That's that would have been a good like roadblock. I felt like, mm-hmm. um, like because they do those bike assembly. Like last season, they did a bike assembly. Like this would have been in that line of like, so, I don't know. I just felt like it would have been better suited because I think that contrasting the the rice paper, which was not like walk in the park. Like teams definitely struggled. Like it's yeah. not like you walk in, you walk out. Um, but the, this was just way harder than I think anyone anticipated. But I think we got some moments throughout it. I think that um, th- there was debate of which plastic was good. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like Joni and went dark to light, and then Morgan and Lena went light to, or dark to, or the other way around, light to dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's any merit in that, but they both passed, so I'm not sure if it was a good strategy or not. Morgan and Lena were not making the best choices all day, so. I, I wish they had. They should have been like each team gets a color and you can't you can't swap. <laughs> well, they sometimes assign them colors like hmm. arbitrarily for things. So I don't know if that's the case. And like sometimes they dress in like colors. Like I don't know. Like this team's like dark green or like they match colors. Yeah. They, I guess you can see who's who. But um, but on the sort of I call I like the, the crepe side. I'm calling them crepes. Mm-hmm. What was it? Uh, Joel is like an ex, or Joel or Garrett, I don't know which who's who, but is like a, a master, like, crate maker. And he was just like, oh yeah, I used to cook in like the army or, or whatever. And he was just like, I've got this, like, leave it to me. 
And they nearly got, I think they messed up one on their first time. Like, they smashed it. Like, another reason I love them. Um, and then, what, Jocelyn and Victor. <laughs> Kristen and I talked about, I, I said I wanted to see, I said I wanted to see Jocelyn and Victor in a country where they didn't know the language. Mm-hmm. Although I think they technically knew a few words here and there of Vietnamese, but with, when they don't know the language, they crumble. Um, like, this is just a hot mess. They ran past the, the place. Um, they kept, they, they ran and ran and ran. Um, it was just so bad. And then they got there and they were arguing and yelling. They, I think they were the only ones who decided that uh, this plastic card was going to help them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what they were doing. They were a hot mess. Um, it was fun to see them in this light. I think, uh, you know what it reminded me of? Like when people on Survivor, like they're on the tribe that wins like all the time. And then the second they lose and they're, they're going, they have to go to like tribal council and they just like panic. They don't know what to do. They're like, they've yeah. never played from the <laughs> bottom. Like they've never had to deal with that. Like that's what this felt like. They've never had to deal with the stress of the race before. This was just like a huge fall from grace. Like, and it may serve them well in the long run too with like the U-turn because after the first two episodes, I'm like, I mean, who's not voting for them when there's an opportunity to, to U-turn? Um, yeah, this was panic central. And I don't even know, like, there didn't even seem to be like a main point where like they got, like, I didn't notice them slipping further and further down the pack until they get to this rice paper challenge. They had the benefit of they don't have to wait for a station like um, Andrea and Melena had to like wait to get a station because they were full. Like Jocelyn and Victor get a spot straight away despite yeah running a mile out of the way and not listening to whoever was like it's right here as they were running past and like it's further up. Um, I loved Jocelyn going into like somebody's house and Victor being like that's not it that's someone's house. Um, <laughs> It was, it was fun, yeah, to see them, to see them struggle so much. And even at the challenge, like, this is the point on the judging, like, Jocelyn and Victor's rice paper rolls looked terrible. <laughs> like, even when they were, had finished them and got, like, the mark off, that's why I was like, this is like, why is this getting approved? This is terrible. Um, like you say, them being the only, t- only team to have to use, like, this scraper to get, like, it to stick to, like, the bat when they're trying to roll it up. Um, yeah, they really struggled at this so much more than anybody else. Um, but yeah, it was good to see them at the back of the pack. I'm glad that with this, like, especially this episode, we got a real big order changes. Um, and now it feels like it really is kind of more so anyone's race moving forward. Yeah, I think only your, only your favorite team stayed remotely close to where they, start, they were like before. Mm. I think yep. everyone else was all over. Yeah, it was just wild. Uh, did you catch the woman, the local, who was, like, helping with directions, and then she just waved at the camera? Yes, yep. <laughs> that that would also be a good profile picture for the episode. Mm, what a legend. <laughs> and um, she signed the agreement because her face wasn't blurred out, so she signed the paperwork to be, like, in the episode. Uh, so that was just, I thought that was so great. Obviously, hindsight 2020, do the paper challenge, because even Andrea and Milena, uh waiting for the station got there ahead of, I think, most of the teams of the other. Like, yep. it was just so much better. But yeah, after that, like, 
two major meltdowns, Jocelyn and Victor at the rice paper and uh, Morgan and Lena at the boats. Uh, but yeah, I still brought so much drama to the episode of like all these teams who the two teams who are doing arguably the best, like two of the teams doing the best, like failing miserably in the mm. next in this episode. So it, it just brought a lot. Still, um, their meltdown's not as good as Rusty with the, the cheese challenge, if you remember that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I thought of that, but anyway, teams check in, total order swap, of like we were talking about, Stephen and Lee, Joel and Garrett, Rob and Corey, your faves, Todd and Ashley, Rob and Chelsea, Morgan Lena, whose faces when they got told they were six, <laughs> was priceless. Uh... <laughs> like, they were like, oh, we maybe got third. I think they were expecting worse. Yeah, yeah. And they were like six. They were like pissed. Um, Joni and Greg John, Andrea and Melena, Jocelyn Victor, and our could have been Boots, but not Boots, Liam and Jeremy, who really just gave us nothing this episode. Wasn't this the episode that they said that, like, we're hoping for, like, a, a, a different spot other than, like, eighth or something? Oh, they got it. <laughs> Yeah, be careful what you wish for, especially on The Amazing Race. Um, they'll edit you in all sorts of ways. But yeah, it's a continue racing. They did this last season. I don't know if they did it two seasons ago. They definitely did it last season. And I don't mind it. I think that it was not a satisfying end. I mean, because they edited it that way. But I was like, I, we need a boot, satisfying boot. But I still thought, great episode, um, despite the fact. Yeah, no, I agree. I think... Um... I mean, it's basically a non-elimination leg. Um, it's yeah. it's semantics, just, really, but um, <laughs> I just hope that yeah, leg in leg four, um, they don't rock up at a closed flower shop that they have to wait <laughs> for the shopkeeper to um to get there to open up in the morning. I hope that's that that's the real thing that like if you have a continue raising leg, then I feel like you should not bunch people back up. Oh yeah, and you're not giving them like a you're not giving them a speed bump or anything else to do. So like the disadvantage should be like you're behind and you need to catch back up, and we're not going to help you do that. Yeah, I just want worry like if they do that, then like the, like Liam and Yarmy, they're like an hour behind the like two teams mm. ahead of them or something. But they're definitely not because you could see in the footage of them like arriving, like Jocelyn and Victor were like leaving. So I know, but um, if they didn't bunch up, I'm saying like what if. If they were yeah. bunched up, would that have? But they don't have to in this situation. <laughs> I'm like, just change the next leg. <laughs> Get the flower lady there early. She can be at her store at 2 a.m. They were talking about in the episode, like at the airport, like what challenge are we going to have to do in the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. And like, what was it? Like ha- catch frogs or something? Was the, the, the thought thrown out? Anyway. Um, great episode. I, we do predictions, but uh, I'm not going to tell you. You listen to the episode to, tell, to hear where the predictions are standing. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's really it. I had a great time during this episode, Darren. Uh, any final uh, thoughts? So did I. Um, definite bye, by the way. Oh, yeah. I forget to do this. Um, yeah, I'll, do, I'll co-sign that. Great. Yeah, great episode. I'm I'm very much looking forward to next um, episode. Any hopes? Anything you hope for in the next episode? I just hope for more of the same. More chaos, more changes in the order. Um, yeah, so far this season has really got me hooked, so I think it just hope it continues on kind of this upwards trajectory. Yeah, and 
Yeah, I had fun. A great episode. Thank you, Jared. Thank you for Thank finally you. making it to the No worries. I'm, I'm glad to be, uh, to, to be caught up and hopefully <laughs> to, uh, to stay on top of one episode a week. Yeah, you know, between, between this, Survivor, and The Amazing Race Australia, there's just too much going on at the moment. Uh, yeah. Are you watching any Traders seasons? I'm not. I can't, I can't commit. Um, I'm, and I'm also, not, I'm like, I'm not watching Big Brother, but, um, like, I feel like the majority of other people are just keeping fingers and toes crossed for, uh, three. Can she win her second show? I hope so. And it'll be great, too, because I won't have watched any of it, and I'll just be informed, you know, on social media. If she wins, we'll go back. When she wins or or when she gets booted. No, if she wins, I'm not watching. If she gets booted, I'm not watching. Okay. (laughs) I've never committed to Big Brother, and I just just can't, you know. It's it's too much. Well, yeah, that's it for the Amazing Race coverage. We'll hopefully see you back here next week for... Hopefully not a letdown of the second half of this leg. Please, we're, we're hoping. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.